Ireland, Boylan with you for the next hour or so. Um, a lot to get through, but before we do all that, I'm conscious of the fact that I don't want to ignore what happened yesterday in Ross Cray. And for those of you who don't know, of course, um, there were refugees due to arrive in Ross Cray. There had been protests there over the last few days. Generally speaking, very peaceful protests. Uh, there was a very heavy guard of presence. It was completely over the top, by the way. And according to the Ross Craig County Councillor this morning on the radio, Shane Lee, he accused the Garda Sheikh on a public order unit involved in the skirmishes with the protesters at the hotel in the town where the group of asylum seekers arrived yesterday as being very heavy handed, claiming their actions had been a step too far. He spoke on RT Radio 1's Morning Ireland this morning. Councillor Lee said local Gardaí had been interacting with protesters at Racket Hall Hotel in Ross Craig, County Tipperary, since last Thursday. And of course, everything was peaceful up to that point. And these were people who had never protested in their lives, the councillor claimed, adding what took place yesterday, for me, was very, very heavy-handed. Now, just to give us a reminder of what happened yesterday, here's a little video of when, unfortunately, the skirmish took place. <laughs> Very unfortunate situation and unfortunately in most of these situations you have a lot of people who are genuinely just concerned citizens and then you've got two or three people who are intent on causing trouble um, and I'm not suggesting for a minute that anybody deserved what happened there. Um, I do believe the Garda Sheikh Khan had a very heavy presence. Um, it was unfortunate that the, when the bus arrived there was a small amount of refugees who were families including some children and that's not a good thing either that we shouldn't behaving that behaving that way in front of children. Those children uh, would have been coming from Ukraine and it would have been terrifying enough for them uh, to come from Ukraine from a war-torn country to arrive to that kind of carry-on. Now I do understand why the protesters are there because they were told there were 160 refugees seeking international protection coming into the hotel and this is the problem is the lack of communication. And while we have to acknowledge the rights and the wrongs of the ongoing debate around immigration and recognising, you know, the valid ways that we object or we protest, you know, this image kind of paints a thousand words, really, doesn't it? And that's the image of people standing there with a heavy presence of a Garda Sheikhanam. And what it really shows is the societal division. And that's a direct consequence of the government's lack of communication with communities. I'm not going to blame the government, I'm not going to blame the people, but what I'm going to blame is the lack of communication. And that is the government's fault. The lack of communication is the government's fault. And they need to communicate with communities. Tell them who's coming, talk to them about it, ask them how they feel, what are the problems they may have in the local community, be it GP services, schools, whatever, the issues they might have, or if they believe their safety is at risk, you know, reassure them that there'll be an extra guard of presence or that they would deal with those situations. But nothing like that has been done. People are just being told, this is what's happening, this is how it's happening, and unfortunately you've got to deal with it. Now, I spoke in detail yesterday to Senator Sharon Kyogen about it, and that podcast, an interview that I spoke yesterday afternoon to her after the show, that podcast is available on our website, nileboylan.com. 
Um, that's not what we're going to talk about today, by the way, because we could talk about all that, that all day and fill six hours. But if you have any thoughts or comments, you can send them in as usual to 085 In other news, very good news, Donald Trump won the Iowa caucus in a landslide last night, giving the former president his first victory in the contest uh, for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination and solidifying his status as the race's clear frontrunner. With most of the votes counted from the precincts across the Midwestern state, Trump was on course to win by more than 51%, which is completely unheard of. No one has come close to that. Bob Dole, I think, many, many years ago was the closest to that. But Ron DeSantis has narrowly beating Nikki Haley to secure a distant second place with over 21% support. And Haley came in third with 19%. And very quickly, this is what Donald Trump had to say. Uh, this has been an incredible experience. The people have been, this is the third time we've won. But this is the biggest win. This is a, they said, well, if you win by 12%, that's a big win. That's going to be very hard to do. Well, I think we've more than doubled that, I guess. Tripled it, maybe. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well. I really do. I think they both did very well. We don't even know what the outcome of second place. Well, there you go. And you can be absolutely sure if the head cases don't get him into jail beforehand, which I doubt they will, by the way, he will become the next president of the United States because he's a clear front runner. He's way ahead in all the polls and he's doing better than any candidate has ever done in the history of American politics. So... It looks like Donald Trump will be the next president and he says he's going to make America great again. And his slogan, of course, has always been America first. And some people believe, you know, that's some sort of racist slogan. What is racist about saying your own citizens should come first? People in the world are mad, aren't they? We could do it a Donald Trump here in Ireland, couldn't we? Now, that's not what I'm dealing with today. What I'm dealing with today is a social issue. And as you know, on the show, we do social issues and we do news issues. Today, we've chosen a social issue because it's an interesting email. And I'm going to read it out to you. Dear Nile and team, I'm beside myself with worry and not speaking to my husband. I'm writing you this to satisfy myself more than anything. I have three children and I'm married. My husband is a wonderful, caring father, but I think he's crossed the line that should never be crossed. It all started about six months ago when our 14-year-old son, who is quiet and has special needs, became very down and spent a lot of time in his room, which is unusual for him. When I say he has special needs, he has mild learning difficulty and not great socially. He keeps to himself, but he's normally a happy child. This went on for weeks until eventually he came clean and told us he was being bullied in school by another boy. We arranged a meeting in the school with the principal and I felt confident that it would be nipped in the bud. The parents of the bully were contacted, but nothing happened. According to the principal, the bully denied doing anything and his parents seemed equally as bad as they defended their son and nothing happened. The bullying got worse to a point where he was encouraged, encouraging other children to call my son names because of his special needs. We went, on to the, went to the school again and the principal said he was aware of the incidents and was dealing with it. Again, he spoke to the parents of the bully and again, they defended their angel of a son. Two weeks ago, my son came home from school sobbing, went to his room and when we tried to talk to him, I heard those words that no parent ever wants to hear, that he was terrified going to school. My husband decided to go down to the school the next day and I went with him. As we walked into the school, the boy who was bullying our son coincidentally was walking out the school gates and he saw us with our son. Right in front of us, Niall, he said, and I quote, there's that retard with his mammy and daddy. 
and started laughing. Well, my husband lost the plot straight away, ran towards him, grabbed him by the collar and the scruff of the neck and pushed him against the school gate and shouted into his face, leave our son alone or I'll be dealing with you the next time. I could hear the child bang off the gate, but I grabbed my husband and pulled him back. This kid is tall, but only 14 years of age. But my husband is a big man. We left the school and we had a huge row over it. I told my husband he shouldn't have hit him. He said he didn't. He just grabbed him and pushed him. It's been two weeks and we've heard nothing. The bullying seems to have stopped and my son, who was initially frightened to go to school the next day, now seems happier. When I asked him uh, the other day if everything was okay, he said he hasn't heard a word from the bully. I'm happy for my son, but just feel my husband crossed the line and assaulted a child. That is not the way to deal with things. He seems indifferent. I'm not worried about it, and it's caused huge arguments between us, as I've never saw that kind of aggression in him before. I'm so worried about this, and just feel there are other ways to deal with these situations, and this is not how to deal with it, uh, no matter how much it might frustrate you. I'm thinking we should approach the bully's parents, come clean, so to speak, and apologise, hoping they don't take it any further. But my husband is not interested in dealing with them, and wants to leave it at that. What should we do? Please help. Well, there you go. Has the husband crossed the line? That's the question today. Have you crossed the line when then you lose it and you hit this 14-year-old bully? Or if you're in that situation, would you do the same thing? Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, 85 That's 85 Jason, hi, how are you? Afternoon, mate. Good afternoon to you, Jason. Good day today. Hi. Donald Trump looks like he's going to be the next president of America. <laughs> and Noel, we need somebody like that, but we won't because people are afraid in this country because they're called what? Uh, right wing, wing racists. Racist. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, getting getting back there's to our man, buddy. Sorry, sorry, just one. There, just one. There's a man that's putting his country first. Hmm. Always did. <laughs> and back to the bully. There's a father who's putting his family first. I'd like to commend that father for what he done. Isn't it amazing how the bullying stops once the bully gets bullied? But yeah, but you, yeah, here's the Let thing, me, and, I, and I understand what you're care. saying, but but you're assaulting a child. No, I don't care, I don't care. These youngsters nowadays act like the big hard men. They want to be treated like big hard men, like adults, but let's treat them like that. They've done the right things. Now, they went to the school, they approached the school, and as usual, the school will do nothing about it. The parents will go, oh, not my son. What he should have done there was follow the little shit home and grab his outfit. Not him, grab his outfit. Why, why, why would you beat his outfit? No, 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 well, grab the outfit and say the next time this little fucking run to the yoke comes near my son I'm coming after you and let the son see what it's like for his father to be bullied I guarantee you it's stop it what's wrong nowadays is Noel no no we've got to talk to them we've got to sit them down we've got to wrap them in cotton wool and talk and talk me ass. time of talking is over that man do, done enough talking the day his child came home and says oh you hate school or I want to kill myself is the day he goes up no I've done it myself guess what the bullying stopped my ex-wife wanted to take our son out of the school and put him into a new school. I says, what happens when he gets bullied there? You know, him to another school. Mm. So in the end, I taught him how to look after himself. Guess what? Bullying stopped within two weeks as soon as he put yeah, him in no, the I, I, I do remember my own father. He didn't go with the kind of, you know, sitting down and talking to people in this situation. My own father would have been the type that said, if anyone hits you, yeah. box them back. You know what I mean? I make box sure. Straight back. Yeah, I, I, and, I understand, yeah. and I do understand that train of thought because you can't be a punch bag. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, not, no, but, but, but you are life going around being a punch bag by somebody, okay? Yeah, you no, will. And I, I understand why people would say that to their children. But, you know, at no stage did my father, or maybe he did, I don't know, uh, go down and, and, gra and grab the 14 year old bully and pin him up against the wall and shout were into his bullied? face. Were you bullied? 
Were you I was bullied? very badly bullied. Yeah, but see, I wasn't because when I got bullied in primary school, I, my father made me fight for myself, and I did. And I, Guess yeah. what? I never got bullied out. I wasn't, see, I wasn't okay. a good when fighter, I, you know? I wasn't that good at it. I had no big brothers or nothing. Like, I, was, I had nobody to defend me, you know that way? Mm. But I knew if I didn't defend myself, guess what? I'm there punching back for the next 10 years. I'm the butt of door jokes. I mean, every gang has one. Ah, here's the butt of the joke. We get him to go in and take that out of the shop. We get him but, to but do but this. I, I have to that. say, you know, I am blown away by the bravery of this little scut. You know, when he seen the mother and father with the child, and I'm quoting here, by yeah. the way, in the email, he said, there's the retard yeah. with his mammy and daddy yeah. in front of Has him. Has he opened his mouth? Has he opened his mouth since? No. Because he thought mammy and daddy were coming in and they were as weak as their son. Now, it's sad that this is what the world has come to. But, Noel, since the dawn of time, kids will pick out a weak child. That's just the way it is. Because this young flit is trying to get his status in the school that he's the top dog and nobody will mess with him. But guess what? Somebody did come up and put it into him. And I get you, he, I guarantee if you go back to that school, they'll even say that young flit is a real good pupil now. Because the fear of God was put into him. His mother wouldn't do it. Is there a father in the house? Nowadays, that's like tends to find the man in the house. Nowadays, they seem to be all second gone. And that's what's wrong. There's nobody there putting discipline in these kids' lives now. They think they can do what they want. They think they're unstoppable. They think they're untouchable. They take out their phones, even to the bleeding guards, who I don't like at the moment. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. But guess what? He got touched, and he won't touch anybody else again. All right, well, well, hang on. Let me go to John. John, hi. How are you? How's it going? How you doing? Nice um, to talk to you again, John. John, I mean, yeah. the, the father, I, I mean, I should ask the question, I shouldn't really ask the question to do the right thing because it's never right to assault a child. But I mean, I don't well, know. You use the term there. I mean, uh, that uh, wife said in her message that she believed her husband, the father of the child, has crossed the line. Well, I will go stretch that out and say she'd want to cross the line, his line, to his side of the line, and back up the father, her husband, 100%. It's bad enough a normal child, and I, 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 not, I don't mean something anybody saying normal, but you, I, I'm talking child, about... Yes, you're talking to a child who special, special needs, needs right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes it doubly worse then, right? And to actually say something when the parents are walking in with their child in the gate, I'd be honest, I wouldn't be, I'd be responsible what I do if that was my child. Like. But the thing is that... Um, but, but then, but then essentially, have you lost the plot? Have you become the bully then if you attack a child? No, you're just responding. Oh. What you're doing, you're, def you're defending. Oh, you're, you're, de you're defending the most precious thing in your life, your family. Your child. Whether it be your wife yeah. or your children. That's all that matters. And if anything threatens that unit, well... Tough shit on you then. Here, John. Yeah, I know. I, here, I, here, John. I, I remember a long, long time Thank ago, you. there was a young fella that kept climbing into our back garden all the time because we were in end house, right? And he was only about 14, but he was a big lad. He would have been five foot nine, ten. You know, the way young fellas nowadays are quite tall. But, but this particular day, I, and he used to terrify us because he wouldn't know what the noise was. This particular day, as I come out the door, I seen him jumping over the wall right in front of me. And it was a big six foot wall. He was coming in from the school beside us. And I put my hand on him and pushed him against the wall. I said, where do you think you're going? And then with that, I suddenly, my own self, I got a bit of a fear. And I went, God, I shouldn't really, be, you know, put my hands on the child. And I let him go. And I said, if I ever catch you in here again, I'll call the guards, right? No, but, but, no but, can but, I ask you a question? Sorry, yeah. no, if he walked into your house, would you say the same thing? So he's jumping over your wall on a daily basis, yeah? So y you said you stopped him and you felt guilty about it. If he walked into your house, what would you do? No, it wasn't I felt guilty about stopping him. I felt guilty about putting my hands near him because nowadays... Well, nowadays he walked into your house, Noel, and put his... If he just said to you, get away from you, you can't touch me, push by you and walked into your house and say, right, I'll have this. Oh, well, well, wait, no, if he's in the house, uh, I'd knock him out. 
I'm not going to Exactly. Finish. What's the difference between your garden and your house? It's still your property. That is still your boundary. That wall is your boundary wall. Now, I'm a German shepherd. If somebody comes over the wall, a 14-year-old young fella, my German shepherd decides to take his leg off. Who's at fault there? Well, you let, you're the one who'll end up in court, by the way. Why? Because he's well, on my property and my dog is protecting do, my property. Doesn't matter. I'll go into court with that. I'll well, go into well, court no. with that. And I can guarantee you one thing. Nobody will get a penny out of me. Because if, if we yeah. can't protect my property, what is the point in us having the guards? They won't protect so in other words, you should, What you're saying is you should be allowed to do anything you want to protect your child or your property, for that matter. Oh, well, yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay, okay. okay well, stay, well, 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 hang on, both of you. Stay there for a second. Let me just bring Sarah in as well. Sarah, hi. How are you doing? How's it going? Is all having a field day in this all the lads there? Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Uh, is, is that a kind of male thing, is it? I don't know. No, it's not. I think the man just crossed the barrier by hitting the child. Yep. I think they should okay. sort it out in the school and if the man doesn't what, want to what, say something what, of responsibility, what, what happen, I think... What, what happens if the school will do nothing about it, which has been numerous times and you've dealt with it and this show night, where the school are absolutely impotent, they just don't do anything about it, and children have taken their own fucking lives over this kind of shit. Yeah, Thank I know you. that, Thank but you. you can see that the woman has some sort of morals in her. She's willing to go to the parents. No, she needs I to back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. At the end of the email, she says she wants to come clean and go to the parents and apologise. No, she doesn't need yeah. to back up her husband. If any wife of mine went to the parents of the bully and apologised for what happened there, the way her son was treated, and she apologised to that parents, I'd fuck her out the door. Yeah, dead, right, I, 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 she'd be going to apologise she'd be going to find out what's going on behind the no, lines no she there. said she was going to apologise that's that. exactly listen, what she listen Jason said. the way you're coming across there now I'm saying it they're not even family, taking yeah, the yeah, dead, right. no no I'll protect my family I will protect my family against if anybody if anything stops with you will stop no just let her say something will you for a minute <laughs> not every child bullies just for the sake of bullying not every child comes from a crippled background that goes out and bullies. <laughs> Nobody, his, his parents probably doesn't even know that he's bullying the child. Ah, he does. Don't give me that. He does. No, he knows I'm exactly what he's doing. Jason, you think you know No, hang on, both of you. Sarah, in fairness, they've gone to the school twice. His parents have been contacted twice and they defended their child. So, they, 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 yeah. so they're aware their child is bullying or maybe the yeah. child is lying and saying I didn't do it ma'am I don't know maybe they believe their child but, but, but Sarah when they're going up to the school on the third occasion where the child is terrified to even go to school the bully's coming out 14 years of age as brazen as they like and calling him names in front of his bullying him in front of his parents yeah but there's a reason why the 14 year old is doing that because he's a scumbag he's not a normal for- yeah no because he's bullying He's not a scumbag. He's a scumbag. He's acting like a scumbag. He's acting like a scumbag. He's acting like a scumbag. How do you know he's not getting baited at home by his outlet? Well, well, if he's getting bullied at home, that doesn't mean that he goes along and bullies another child. No, I mean, doesn't bully the, he needs the signs there that there's trouble, right? But there's no, like, he's, your man that hit the child has lost all the eggs. He's shutting it down. Too much aggression towards that. 
And that doesn't yeah, make right. any odds. It terrifies the right. life out of him, can, right? Can you, can you imagine? That that husband, if that was can, my can, husband, so you, I'd be concerned the way he's got with my children if he's like that with right, another child. Oh, so you, oh, you, 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 you wouldn't back up your husband either? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace, no. Jesus, what no, can you bring me to go on that? This is what the world has come to, John. We people, John, we weak people. Everybody has to be wrapped up and everybody has a problem and get them psychology and let's get to the root of the problem. You do it the right way. They did do it the right way. It's the likes of your mouth, right? It's the likes of your mouth and other people that carry that message across when people oh, are out there protesting. That causes arguments, right? And that aggravates people to go out. Why don't you tell your son whatever you want to tell your son? I'll tell my son don't to be a boss and back and defend themselves. I, Jason, I, Jason, I would agree with you. I'd tell my son as well, and I'm sure Sarah would too, don't be a punch bag for anybody and stand up for yourself. Listen, but that, but, but Jay, but, oh, hang on, hang on. All Sarah's saying is, as an adult, you don't have a right to cross the line. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on one second here. If that little shite right. was about to kill Go your ahead. son, what would you do? What would you do? If that little shite was about to kill or make your son jump off a bridge with all the bullying, would you still go up and say, ah, well, he was bullied himself. If your kid is lying dead at a ditch, because some little scumbag has spent a year bullying him. Would you go to the parents and say, was your son bullied? Maybe maybe this is down to you. You wouldn't, you're shite. Will you go away out with that? Okay, Sarah, stay there for a second. Let me, uh, and please stay with me, Jason, too, and Sarah. Let me just go to Morris. Uh, uh, hang on, I want to go to Morris. Morris, hi, how are you? Uh, good, thanks, Niall. Um, I I agree fully with what the, what the dad did. Um, in my opinion, for instance, my own experience seeing it happen to other people in primary school and secondary school, the... Like, there's so many excuses for these individuals. For instance, oh, he has ADHD and he has this or that and he's, he, he doesn't have a dad at home or whatever the excuse is. And there's no real punishment for it. For instance, back in my dad's time, when he was in college, um, primary or secondary school, you know, the, the, there would have been the cane or the strap and also they, they could have been easily expelled out of school. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no there's, there's no discipline. And also in relation to the... Like, where, where is that child going to be in the next 15 years, the, the, the bully? More than likely, he'll be in front of the circuit court, more than likely, with, uh, you know, probably in relation to sexual offences or something, getting suspended sentences. Doing what the dad did to him will set people straight, set those types of individuals straight. And, no, it's a bad know, example, Morris. That's a bad example. Um, sorry. It's not I'm sorry, that's no excuse. It's labelling a 14-year-old. We, we, a 14-year-old that has a life in front of him. Would you not rather well, put that young flit a chance? Noel, how old is that young flit in prison that stabbed that Filipino girl? Member in the IFSC. How old was he? 15. 15, 15 I think. Yeah. Um, right. Is he not? Well, is he? Right. Here's another question. A young flip. Listen, I don't know a lot about those two young No, no, no. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. I'd be daughter lives beside me. Okay. I know exactly who they are. Well, that's so good. Your, well, daughter, your, daughter, your, daughter, your daughter's abused by a bloke, right? Yeah, sexually abused by a bloke, a young child of yours. Would you say, would you look back in his background to see if he was sexually abused and then wrap him up? Or would you say he's an out-and-out scumbag, lock him up forever? It doesn't matter what happened to him in the past. I'd probably do life for him if I seen there him. You and go. I knew so exactly what's the what difference? What's the difference between a father standing up for his son so his son doesn't feel worthless and kill himself? What is the difference? The father didn't bat at this young He grabbed him by the collar from what Noel says and pushed him up against the gate, Yeah. Okay, and now that's you're going to stop bullying his he's son. He's frightened him. Yes, yes, yes. But God only knows what that was a young thinking. Now, what if that bully, right, goes ahead and jumps off the nearest bridge because well, his parents doesn't him. know what happened? 
So what's the this 14 year old is well able to stand up to adults and say there's your retard son okay he's not that yeah. little innocent child you're trying to make him out to be alright well, I would have done it differently I would have went near him I would have went to the father you must have been a little tug but the way I look right is a 14 year old Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast, the Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let me just, Sarah and Jason, just calm down both of you for a second. I just, I'll come back to the two of you in a second. Let me just go to Norman. Norman, hi, how are you? Hello, Niall, how are things? Norman, is quite, you know, it's, I, I got to be honest. As a parent, it is quite yeah. a heated debate. And by the way, I accept that you know the, the opinion of both Jason and Sarah, and I understand you can come from two opposite sides on this. So, with Sarah's yeah. argument is you don't have a right to terrorize a child. Yeah, you don't. That's true. And 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 your son or daughter doesn't have a right to terrorize uh, other children. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like it. There's an awful lot of bullying going on in Ireland. It's, it's incredible the, the amount of people I know whose children have been bullied. Oh, it is very common. And then, yeah, particularly nowadays with social media and stuff like that. It's very common. But okay, but what the father did on the day when he bullied them in front of the parents, would, yeah. you, have, would you have done the same thing as a parent? I, I, I don't think so. I hope not. But I do understand that you're, you, you you're get frustrated and then the school does nothing uh, that you feel you have to do something. You know, it, it, it's not like he, he hit the child or, yeah, you he, know. Well, he did grab him and push him up against the gate. And the wife, according to the wife, and her words was, I heard the child banging off the gates. Yeah, yeah, okay, big deal. Yeah, mm. it's not the end of the world. Well, when you, it's, not, it's not the end of the world, but he could be done for assault. Well, he, sh- he shouldn't have done it, but uh, I can understand the way he did it. And particularly where I've had experience myself and experience with other kids where bullying occurred with my own children, not with other people's children. And, and nothing is done about it. We just ignore it. We pretend something is done. And, and these bullies are allowed to, to, to dominate a class. There was in my daughter's school class one time, there was a, there was a girl. And her and her mother just ruled the roost in the class and in the school. The teachers were afraid of her. So they did what she said, more or less. And other people who were whose children were very, you know, meek, if you want to say it, uh, were bullied. And, mm. and you know, and uh, 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 a friend of mine, he actually, uh, I, I was a bit shocked when I heard it, but he, his daughter was bullied a lot in secondary and went to the school. Of course, nothing happened. And then he went, uh, he followed the girls one day and he went up to them and he says, uh, I'm uh, that's this person's father. And if you don't leave that girl alone, I'll come after you. And uh, I was surprised to hear that because she's a very, very non-violent person. 
Well, I, I wouldn't consider myself a violent person, but I, I understand the point that Jason is making. When it's your own child, you know, all logic goes out the window. And Sarah, would you not agree with that? When it's your own child, all logic goes out the window. You want to do anything to protect them. Of course you would, but I know, like, like they taunt around and says the school did nothing. I find that very, very hard to believe. I don't. Because we had exactly the same issue with my stepdaughter, and we went through the school, Nothing was happening, so we went further. We went to the education board, and then we got it sorted out from there. Yeah, but a lot of parents get frustrated with the process. The process can take months, and in that time, your child is being bullied to a point where, you know, and nowadays with social media, I've heard some horrendous bullying where they tell children to take their own lives and all sorts of stuff. You know, I mean, some of it's horrendous. not go in and direct that at the principal of the school and say, listen, this is going did. on with this and see what's did. happening out there. This is the third time they've been to the school. Third time. Yeah, but there's no use of taking aggression. You can't win an argument going around doing that in a 14-year-old. Like, for the starters, right, he's a man, he's a family man, he's doing his best to protect his child. Then you have another 14-year-old being terrorised. There's no nobody winning here. Like, that youngster thinks it's great going to school now and nothing is being said to him. But yeah, you have another child in school that's being bullied by an older man that has been very aggressive, and I'm sure people have seen it. Uh, one incident does not, clar- does not define them as bullying. One incident. Only one incident. Yeah. It doesn't make any odds. People see with their it's eyes and they'll judge with their eyes. Yeah. People will judge quicker with their eyes and you'll say, what's that man doing? More, more so than what you see two children. All right, the young fellow's a cheeky git. He shouldn't have spoke to the parents. And it's not, it's not a cheeky like git. We had in our neighbourhood, there was a girl from Iceland and she was, she was bullied by two other girls. Terribly. And I went over to, I even went over to the parents to say something about it, but they just laughed. You know? But we, we took yeah, well, there is people out. like that, but I tell you one thing, I yeah. go to any what do you do? When I was in well, school, it was the same with me. Uh, listen, I went through the whole lot between teachers bullying and between students bullying. And then between yeah. other bullies bullying students. But that shouldn't so happen. So my defence you know? was, I stood up for myself and other people. Yeah. But you were lucky that when you I have did. that gift. You yeah, know, but I wasn't, a- I wasn't able to go home and tell my father that I was getting yeah. slagged off by a schoolmaster because yeah. I know what my father would have done. Yeah. And then I was the, like, I was the one left like that for years. So then when I end up going to older tech and when I seen other children, I wouldn't say they were children, we were 14 and 15, and when I seen bullies going and bullying them, I stand in between them and say, well, if you want your go off them, you can have your go off me. Well, then you kind of did the same thing as an older person then, didn't you? As this father. No, I wasn't because I wasn't hitting anybody. I was confronting the bullying at the same age as me. So I was doing nothing wrong. Yeah, but you were threatening. And it was actually, and, and I had another experience as well over one of the headmasters bullying my younger brother. So I, my mother wasn't around and I went up to the school and I spoke to the schoolmaster. <laughs> See, okay, Jason, you know, I'm I'm accepting everybody's opinion here, Jason. I know you're very angry listening to it, Jason, because you're you're picturing it as being your own child, and I understand that. But, like, what would happen if this young fella, say, says it to his parents? Okay, the bullying has stopped. It's been two weeks. But if this young fella says to his parents, oh, Mr. Brown or whoever he is, oh, sorry, Mr. Brown or whoever he is has, um, sorry, I do apologize, I lost everything. Mr. Brown or whoever he is has 
Um, oh, I forgot lost my train of thought there. Sorry, I do apologize. Uh, sorry, let me let me just go. I was I was dealing with a technical issue at the same time. Sorry, let me go to Jala. Jala, hi. How are you? I'm great, Niall. How are you? Good, Jala. You've been in this situation, have you? I have. My um, I have an eight year old daughter, and she is going through some bullying at her her school. It's been only one physical incident, but it's more the isolation, the exclusion, girls turning their backs, snickering and saying things that are really unkind to her. And it's been quite a difficult journey. And uh, I think we've handled it really, really well. My daughter's done a turnaround. The school has handled it really, really well. So far, the it's been stopping uh, and sometimes moving from one girl to the next, but we have a handle on it. And first of all, I would apologize to this family for having to go through this very traumatic experience, seeing your child hurt, upset, and dreading going to school. There's nothing more heartbreaking. But second of all, I would also commend them for even knowing that it's happening. Every parent should know what's happening in their child's life. Sometimes bullying doesn't leave bruises. Sometimes it just can be Lots oh, it's of emotional. Appetite, headache, yeah. Yeah. No emotional. And what I would say is we have to, as parents, always ask, what is our intention? Our intention is one, to safeguard our child's mental and physical uh, well-being. Second of all, our intention is to raise children that we want to have a good impact on society. And, and we want our children to model our behavior. So for those reasons, if the intention is to create good, strong, resilient, kind, brave children, Going and having violence towards another child who's bullying your child, although it may cross your mind, you say, I want to just go and get that little rascal or whatever. That does not teach your See, children I, the lesson. In I, fact, I don't think that was the father. You know, with respect, Jana, I don't think that was the father's yes. intention. And I understand, oh, okay. I understand, Jason. When they were going to the school on the day to report the, the bully for the third time because the school were doing little about it, the bully was walking out of the gate of the school, coincidentally at the time, and I'm quoting the email here again. Okay, I just uh, I want to be quote the email, and it says, "Hold on." So it says, "Yeah, he was coming out, and uh, I went to him, and the boy of the it was bullying our son was walking out the gates, and he saw us with her son right in front of us." He said, "There's the retard with his mammy and daddy." Now, in other words, he bullied the child in front of the parents. At that point, yeah. the husband lost the plot, ran towards him, grabbed him by the collar, by the neck pushed him up against the rail and said, you know, start shouting into his face, don't ever go near our son again. So I understand what Jason is saying. You know what I mean? Can I ask you something, Niall? Niall, can I just ask one thing? How do you think that young would have felt if his father had just turned around and walked away and let him be bullied? I know what you're saying, and he would have felt let down. That that son looked up to his father as his hero. He's my protector. Imagine he had just said, oh, come on, I'm into the school, don't mind him. That son would have felt like he was totally let down by everybody, the school and now his parents. And then and who knows what happened. We all know about that girl, Coco. We all know what happened, that young lady, that, that, that beautiful young girl, Coco. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at another story here, by the way, about uh, the story of Patrick McDonough, uh, parents of a boy, 12, who took his own life over constant bullying, tell of their heartbreak. The story in the Daily Mirror, by the way, uh, which is a yeah. shocking story. But, Jana, you know, I understand what you're saying. And, and nobody should resort to violence because you are right. Violence breeds violence. And I, and I get that. But when you're in that situation, it's your child and you want to protect them. I understand what Jason's saying. I understand what Sarah's saying, that you should never do that because you've then lost the plot. But I, 
I, I'd be caught between a rock and a hard place, honestly, if it was me in that situation. It's not it, too long, uh, uh, Niall, I would, I would ask what escalation process, there is a, a formal escalation process, and if the school is failing those parents, the school has every, or the parents have every right to, it's the legal obligation of the Board of Management for the day-to-day running of exactly. the school. It's, so if the school is failing the parent and bullying continues, the parents should absolutely take it up the chain of command, Board of Management, school patron. The Department of Education does not have the power to investigate bullying, but it could still be uh, raised to the Department of Education. And then I would be going to the Garda. If the bullying is so yeah. bad and the school is ignoring it, I would go as far as I can through a solicitor and a Garda and take a case if the school has not followed their anti-bullying policy. And, and, and I would agree with you, but the problem is that all takes time. And in that time, your child is being terrorised. And a lot of parents find yeah, themselves in that, in that, that not, dilemma. If the, school, if the school is following protocol, they will divide the children. So they're not in each other's way. Mm. Well, I don't think in this case, it seems the school was following the protocol or, or do, maybe they have a bullying policy, but it's sitting on top of a cabinet gathering dust. And I find with a lot of schools, uh, their bullying policies are not implemented properly because you've got a situation where the child who's the bully, their parents will defend their child and deny it or, you know, or say that the other child started it or whatever. And it becomes complicated for a school to decide who's responsible because they're not always there. Sorry, sorry, Jason. Yeah, talk to them. The other, par- sorry, the other parents didn't even bother showing up, did they? No. Like the other parents were on, on the second show. occasion. They didn't show up, but they defended their child. Show, yeah. I, I would be okay. Well, sorry, one, one at a time. Sorry, Jana, go ahead. I would be requesting if the if the proper process has been followed, the escalation process through the school, the principal, the board of management, the patron, the department of education, and all the processes they've used, all the processes. If that didn't work, I would be formally requesting for that student who continues to bully to be kicked out of school and I would go to the guards if the, if the bullying continued and it was my, my child. I understand that father wanting to, to go after the child when he bullied him in front of that. I understand that, but they need to use the process. Okay, I, I mean, I, I appreciate what you're saying, Jana, and I had a situation many, many years ago with my own son in primary school and there was an individual in the class who wasn't just bullying him, but bullying numerous children in the class. There were numerous complaints about this particular child in the school and the principal's response to it was, what are we supposed to do? We can't just send the problem to another school because you cannot deny a child in primary school. In secondary school, I think it's slightly different, but you can't deny them an education. You can't expel them. But they have to also, the students have to be treat, um, treat others with respect and create a I, safe environment. I, I agree with you. It's the school's legal obligation. They have a legal well, obligation to make sure that school is safe for my safeguarding ball. policy. Yeah. So my yeah, school, exactly. for example, has been... My school has been very proactive in meeting with those children who were very unkind to my daughter, physically pushing her off the bus seat, telling her she's ugly, telling her she won't have anyone oh at her birthday party. Eight-year-old girl. I mean, this is heartbreaking. That's, that but is my heartbreaking, school has, yeah. My school has addressed it. They've followed up, but I'm keeping very copious notes, very copious timeline. And if it continues, I'll absolutely escalate it. But at this point, I'm happy the school has addressed it with the children and the parents and it's ceasing. But if that father's school is failing that child, that school needs to be held accountable for their policies and their safeguarding and it needs to go to the board of management and the patron of the school and as far as they can push it to stop that behavior of that bully in the school. That's, that's, that's their obligation well, legally. Well, stay there, Jana, for a second. I'm speaking to Jana London, who's from the Natural Women's Council of Ireland. Uh, and also, Sarah Jane is on the line. Well, let me just go to Dave too. Dave, hi, how are you? 
Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Dave, we all know the story at this stage. So the father lost the plot on, on one of the occasions going to the school and pinned his kid up against the railing space or the gate. Shouting into his face. Yeah, we didn't really hit Yeah, we didn't hit him a belt like. He's just <sighs> pinned him against the railings and shouting into his face. What's wrong with that? It's assault. Not a well, it is assault. Someone dropped. Someone dropped it there today. No, we're okay. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm fully with the, with the father here on this. I mean, like I was, I, I dealt with bullying my entire life, and I stopped when we moved out of Dublin, and it was horrendous. And you know, the, the schools didn't do anything about it. And I was one of those kids who was told, "Oh, turn the other cheek, and you're better than them," and you know, uh, sticks and stones, and maybe they come from a bad background. Blah blah, fucking blah. That's all well and good if we live in a world we want to live in. We don't live in that world, like. And sometimes, like I, I fully believe that a lot, there are kids out there who bully and who get into bad behaviour because they have a shit home life. And I fully believe the supports need to be there for them as well because a lot of the times it because it's a generational thing. So if we if we break that, you know, and we like you know scumbag parents have kid who doesn't grow up to be a scumbag, it's a net benefit for society in general. That being said. If someone's like abusing my young like that, I mean, like, think about it. He said, oh, here's a retard with his parents. That goes to show a complete lack of any sort of regard for authority, for authority figures. You know, I mean, if you're walking around being Billy Big Balls like that, I, I say wholeheartedly, I, the father did exactly the right thing because young hasn't done it since. I told my own young that if anyone tries to bully him in school, pick the biggest guy in the group and kick the back off him. And I don't mean just give him a clip and... I mean, beat him so badly that the next time he looks at you, he but walks in the but, but, that, but that's not really the answer. Now, don't get me wrong. My father said the same thing to me. If anyone hits you, hit them back. Right? Um, not beat them senseless, obviously. But but it, that's not really what we should be teaching children, is it? Okay, teach them to defend themselves. Don't. don't I, I would never tell a child to be a punch bag for anybody. But, and, and you know, and I do understand the point that Jan is making. There is a process. You know, you go to the school, yeah, they and, have a bullying and process. You know and look, I'm... I'm so happy to hear for those two ladies there that the process worked for them. But I can tell you from personal experience, not just from myself, but from friends, from people that I know, that they are in the minority big time there. Because what will happen is, if the kid is excluded from school, um, little Johnny Scumbag and his parents are going to go to the Board of Education. And the Board of Education is going to say, well, I mean, he can't go without an education. And a lot of the time, the bullies are looked after better than the kids who are bullies. So, and I'm sorry, but it, it is the right thing to teach her. I mean, why in war do they have the doctrine of shock and awe? It's to well, demoralize. To say, if I was your... going to school, right? If my daughter was going to school, right? And he didn't take bullying seriously. I would actually remove her from. That'd be it. But why, you, but why, but Sarah? Why is it your duty to remove your child from school if they're a victim of bullying? Because you have no See, you go, the proper procedure. Do you have no proper management in regards to bullying? No, but, see, but, see, go. But, but when you do that, the bully wins. When you capitulate to a bully, they, that emboldens them to say, well, do you know what? I can keep getting away with this because if I bully no, someone else, it's about someone else is going to leave. My child. That's the way I look at it. I protect my own. Whoever else wants yeah, to go I, out there and carry on like monkeys, well. But if I have a heart and if I feel, if I was that wife is his, I would actually go and approach the parents. That's what I do. Oh, so I would approach the parents as well. No, 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 no. Sarah's saying she, after the fact, she would approach the parents and apologize for hitting their son. Apologize to that. I, no, I, no, I, 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 no, I, 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 I
No, I, I because, know what Jay was saying. I'd, I'd approach your parents and say, if your little youngster comes near me again, I'm coming back and I'm coming back for you. Because that happened when I was younger. Okay, well, so, sorry, Janice, sorry, you want to say something there, Janice, sorry. I, I, understand, I understand that man's emotion and anger, and I feel it when my child gets attacked as well. But that also can make the child more vulnerable. So if that child is being bullied because they, the kids are calling them a wuss or they're weak, by mummy or daddy going to threaten the kid, it only makes the bully say, ah, look, you're really weak. You needed your daddy to step in. So it actually can make the bully's behavior even worse because psychologically, I agree with the you. bully has more, you know, more power yeah. then. No, and that, no, but that's, that's why I said I told my young fella that if someone tries to bully him, he's the one that needs to kick the back off them. Because that's, I'm sorry now. Like, I agree with the sentiment that you're putting across here. I really do. I would like to see us live in a world where... You know, young folks are being, you know, young folks are bullying. They might have something going on at home. They might have a learning difficulty. They might have something that's gone under the radar for years and they're doing it out of frustration. And I would love to live in a world where we're able to sit down and sort out these problems. But I'm sorry, those systems aren't there. And like my job is look after my kids first and foremost. And my kid has to fight back and fight back hard just so these young folks will leave them alone. Because you also don't realize that there's a level of viciousness and there's a level of violence there. So I see with young fellas nowadays, that wasn't there when I was being bullied. When I was being bullied, you get a bit of a kicking. Nowadays, it's gangs and it's groups of young fellas, and they don't think twice about picking something up and hitting you with it because a lot of them realize that under the age of 18, bar like serious sexual assault or, you know, actual murder, they're more or less untouchable. They'll be pulled in front of a judge and, and then self, give a sob story. is one that, thing, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, no, but that's it. But, no, one, but what I'm saying thing. is, but like I said earlier on, like in war, why do they have the doctrine of shock and awe? It's to demoralize uh, your opponent so badly that you take the fight out of them. That's what I said to my young side. I said two things. Never hit someone while they're on the ground and never kick somebody in the head. But I said, if you have to kick them, beat them so badly that they know not to come back near you. And if they do it again, give them an even bigger kick in the second time. Because that's but, how and, 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 work. But, I, I, sorry, Jana, go I, ahead. I, I keep I've taught my daughter three steps when she's getting bullied. Now, she's only eight, and the girls bully more from a psychological perspective, so it's a little different. However, yeah. the three steps that have really worked for my daughter uh, is, one, use your words. Say, I don't like that. Please stop. Use your words. The second is use your power to create your space and walk away. The third is if they come at her again or anybody does punch her, she absolutely can use her self-defense. But the words moving away, not giving attention. And then eventually, if it does get physical, you absolutely can self-defend yourself. And we are actually, as a family, I'm going to take her to, to self-defense courses and, and myself as well. It's a crazy world out there for women and children at the moment. But those three things have worked. Now, again, she's eight, she's a girl. It's more psychological bullying than physical. But to, to that man's but point, it can be if, worse, someone is, I... if someone is beating up your child, yeah. you should absolutely teach your child self-defense. Don't just lay there and take it. But I wouldn't say if the bullies are bullying you with words that you should just go and start beating, beating the crap out of them because violence no, 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 only no. breeds violence. No, well, I'd agree with you there. Like the way I said it to my young friends, I said never start a fight, but always make sure you finish it. Never ever throw, be the one to throw the first slap, no matter what said to you. You know, you turn the other cheek, you, you know, you, you be the one that has a bit of class in the situation. But if somebody, you know, raises their hand to you, make sure that they regret it. Okay, well, hang on for a second. I've got to take a quick break. Morris, I'll be with you in a second. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. <laughs> because now he has his own live podcast. 
the Nile Boylan Podcast. All right, let me go to Morris. Morris, you've been listening to what Jana London has been saying there and also Dave. Dave, obviously adamant that you have to defend yourself and the father was right to do what he did, that the bullying is stopped and that's the a result, essentially. Yeah, pretty much so. I was very intrigued when you read out at the start, Noel, that um, he actually challenged the mother and the father of the special needs child. In front uh, of him, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. with his parents, you know? Yeah. That's a blatant, that's a bully that needs to be taken to task. And the father did the right thing because the young fellow, the bully understood, oh, this is what it's like to be bullied. And he didn't like it. But is it, but is, yeah, but Morris, is it ever the right thing to assault a child? No matter, no matter yeah, how you no, feel. Listen, but don't be getting technical about it. You have to meet fire with fire. Because as I said to your researcher when I rang in, the mother who's annoyed with her husband, she doesn't want to be walking behind the coffin like Coco's mother had to walk behind the coffin. Through mm. bullying. Am I right? Yeah, I know. I spoke to Jackie on the air recently and we'll have her on again very shortly. Exactly. Too. Yeah. And I listened to it, yeah, and I'm looking forward to it because I know things are happening. And no mother should have to walk behind the coffin because a bully decided to bully their child to commit suicide or self-harm. And the father was right to stand up for his child. And the listen, that the, the school will never admit to a student being bullied in a school now, because I know uh, a principal, do you know what you won't admit to us? Because it's an admission of liability. If something goes wrong, it's an admission of liability. So they'll say, we'll talk to the child, we'll talk to the parents, and of course, your man's a little angel. Er, Johnny didn't do that. Er, Johnny didn't do this. He got picked up by the scruff of the neck, and he said, do it again, and I'll sort you out. And he ran like a dog with his tail between his legs. And that's the only language bullies understand. You're not being violent. You're not assaulting him. You're showing him what he's doing because he doesn't understand what he's doing because he's an idiot who has no self-confidence but thinks he's a big man by bullying weaker children. And, that's all and, and on this occasion, he, he seems to have learned his lesson. But, you know, it may have worked out differently. He might have got home told his parents what this man did. He probably didn't because he was ashamed of it. Well, maybe he was. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, but he went, to, he didn't go, he didn't tell the parents, but he could have. And then all of a sudden, his parents go to the guards. The guards are up at your door. You're being taken out, yeah. brought down to a guard station to give a statement where you're being charged with assaulting a minor. Well, and, the and, then, and then where would you be? Oh, you understand that? At the end of the day, the father was going into the school. He saw the young coming out. He went to have a word with him. And the young tripped and fell onto me. Uh, have you any video evidence to say other words that I laid a hand on him? No, you haven't. So I didn't go near him. So it's his word against mine. I was talking to him about what he was doing. The ground was slippy. Fell, <laughs> exactly. I tried to rescue him. He was trying him. to hold onto the gate or he yeah. tripped over his lip. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. He he fell onto my fist repeatedly. <laughs> I don't, I don't condone that behaviour. And Jana, I do understand what everybody is saying here today and what the lads are saying, particularly what Morris said about the schools. When it comes to bullying policies in schools, schools are covering their ass most of the time by dotting the I's, going to a process, but basically wanted to end as quick as possible. You know what I mean? 
They do. They don't want to see children bullied. Generally, a school actually doesn't, not just because they don't want liability, but they really do. Most schools, I would say, at least the ones my children have attended, really do care about the children. And they keep in touch. They call. They meet with my, they've met with my child. They met with the other children. So I've had a good experience and hopefully it's coming to a closure now. Um, but we're going to do on the Natural Women's Council, you two, we actually were talking about this earlier in the week. We're going to do a, a podcast on bully proof your kids. And it's one that hopefully will stop have parents who do have bullies realize the impact, but also parents who have children who are very, you know, eager to please and mm. soft and sensitive, like my daughter, how to be a little bit more bully proof, a little more resilient in, in this tough yeah. world. Still be kind, but be brave, be resilient. Yeah, see, I was I'm a softy. I was a softy. I was really a softy in school. My daughter's a softy. Now, my son, yeah. he's five. He plays rugby. If anyone bullies him, he'll probably box the head off them, <laughs> but my daughter's a little butterfly. Yeah. So she's a target because she's sweet and kind and lovely and talented and, and gifted with her studies and the, the girls just for some reason that, that upsets a few of them. But we will get through it. We will um, come out the other end. But I'm, it's up to us as parents to teach our children from a young age how to be bullyproof. So the podcast we will do, we'll, we'll get some experts to hopefully give us some advice and create a how to bullyproof your child. But also the parents out there. I want the parents in my daughter's school to know, what are you teaching your children on, on, on how to how to treat others? I mean, that's a reflection of you as a parent. And I've told that to my daughter. That bully wasn't born a bully. That daughter learned how to treat you from her own parents. And and that's not that girl's fault. You know, she's only eight. So I'm trying to help her understand that it's nothing to do with her. It's to do with what the child has learned. And she needs to model the behavior she wants to see in those other children. And, and I, I accept that usually the bully's parents are the ones responsible because that's the way they treat their child. And it's the frustrations the bully has taken out, that leadership control, particularly with boys, uh, on other young boys. But that still doesn't negate the fact that the child is bullying yeah. your child. And, you know what and, I mean? And, Niall, because I've, and because I've done campaigning against the transgenderism coming in schools and against the COVID things. I've been in the public eye and one little girl came up to my daughter and said, I'm not allowed to play with you anymore because my mother doesn't like your mother. So obviously I was the talk of the household during that RTE prime time or one of those hit pieces. So I have it really hard when my daughter is in school, but you know, it's teaching her to be that brave, strong little human and go to school and Mm. rise above these bullies. She's better than them. She's stronger. She's more clever. She will get through. They're the problem, not her. Okay, thank you for that, Janice. Stay with me, Dave. I'm going to come to the other David in a second, but i got to go to Neve first. Neve, hi, how are you? Hiya. Uh, go ahead, Neve. what do you want to say? <clears throat> well, I missed a lot of the show. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Um, You're forgiven. So I missed Janice, so, and I heard a lot of uh, Sarah Jane. Anyway, my opinion was, although I didn't hear the whole story, what harm did it do if it worked? Mm. Sometimes we do things you shouldn't do, and my... My thoughts were with Coco as well. They were, and that's what made me yeah. decide because I thought if it was my child, I'd want to shut down immediately and not wait. And I've never heard of a school dealing with bullying. I haven't ever. I, yeah. I haven't heard of it at all. They don't seem to deal with it very well because it, it's difficult to deal with because it's a he said, she said situation usually, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. But also, uh, like, um, what we're always saying about the phones, um, they can contact them all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. because everyone is friends with everyone on social media. And um, this is a secondary school. Oh, it is fourteen year old. No, yeah, a secondary yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, what would you have done? What would you have done in that situation? So, you're on the way to the school, uh, maybe with your other half, your partner, or whatever. I don't know. And you have your child with you, and then the bully is walking out of the school. Coincidentally, at that particular moment, this is your third visit to the school over this bully, right? 
and the bully in front of you calls your child's na- names. Would well, you would you have lost the head? No, I never lose the head. I would have said something. Um, I don't know what I would have said right now. But in the moment, you know, if someone hurts a child by saying something like that, and also the disrespect to say it in front of me, I wouldn't shout, I wouldn't curse, I wouldn't be violent, but I would have said something back. Mm-hmm. But I actually was in that situation years ago, <clears throat> my son, and I did give out to his father. His father didn't put his hand on anyone. But I still gave out with the way he spoke to him. But looking back, he was probably right. It done the job, you know? Yeah. I, I, I know it's not the right thing to do, uh, although Dave believes it is. Um, but sorry, Dave, if you were in that situation, that scenario, walking out of the school, would you have done the same thing as this father? I'd have snapped. I, I'd be honest with you, I, I might have actually hit him. Being dead, quite honest with you now. I'm... But you're a big bloke, Dave. You know, you're a big bloke. I, I mean, one punch from you, you'd have exactly. landed him. I, exactly. And I, I, it's okay. I know how to hit him without leaving a bruise. Um, <sighs> no, but in all honesty, no, but in all honesty, I would. I, I would have saw red. I, I mean, I had a... I, I, but I, I, well, have we really not then, as, as adults and parents, have, are, you know, uh, have we not just lost control when you do something like well, that? We have. Yeah, no, we have. And I agree with you. And I, I'm, I'm not even going to try to defend it. Raising your hand to a 14-year-old is not how you're supposed to um, conduct yourself or solve your problems in a civilized society. But you know what? Sometimes things happen and emotions take over and you react before, you know, the logical part of your brain um, kicks in. I mean, look, you're a parent yourself. You, you know, like, you know, when you had your first kid, you're like, you kind of nearly had the potential to take another human life if it is to protect your family. You know, that's, that's how deep-rooted... Um, you know, our, our feelings towards protecting our families are. I mean, I had a guy, I had a guy make threatening gestures towards my uncle there a couple of weeks ago, and I spent a good hour and a half driving around trying to find him. You know, and it, it was. And, and what would you have done if you found him? I'd have kicked the shit out of him, to be honest with you. And how old was he? This guy's, how old is he? No, this guy's ter- this guy was 30 years old. Oh, okay. All right, do, okay. Do, you remember, do you remember I told you a guy crashed into my car? I look, no, and look, and no, if it's an adult threatening your child, I would have no difficulty in dealing with it in that matter. Well, yeah, no, we're talking about a child. In the same. But, but in the same regard, someone is, is putting your child in harm's way, you just, you snap. You know, like, I mean, I, like the father, I definitely would have caught him up. I don't know if I'd have tried to slap at him, maybe, you know, deep, you know cheek, dig in the ribs or something, just to let him know you mean business. Because, I, like, the lady you had on there, I agree with her sentiments wholeheartedly. I want to live in that world, and I want to bring up my kids to have the same mindset that she's trying to instill in her daughter. You know, because, like, if, if everybody behaves like that, the world will be a better place. But unfortunately, you will meet people and you will get to times where you have to use a show of force. Because I was like you. I was the sensitive kid. I may as well walk around with a fucking target on my back for most of my childhood. Yeah, I think I, think I was a kind of a bit like that. I was a bit of a soft yeah. I think I think some people are naturally victims of bullies because yeah, but they're like, soft. You probably, like you, well, you probably know it yourself. There are probably certain things. Like I... Like, I, I ended up, like, really depressed as a teenager. I self-harmed. Like, I'm a, I'm a 36-year-old man, and if I walk past a group of teenagers, my anxiety spikes, and it's, I don't have control over it. It's just, it's an automatic reaction because it was bet into me from such a young age. And, like, it's all, you know, it's all well and good to tell your kids to, you know, turn the other cheek, but, like, it's particularly the younger that this stuff happens, that stuff becomes deep, so deeply ingrained in them as they're developing that they can have lifelong problems with, 
depression, with anxiety. Mm. Um, they can have problems. I know, I know. It can have a massive effect. And it did have a massive effect to me, a huge effect to me. I was nine years of age. And by the way, if the guy that was bullying me, his name was Fizz. I won't give him his second name because I, don't want, I wouldn't give him the pleasure to sue me for defamation. I hope you've had a miserable life. I hope you're dead, actually. His name was Fizz, um, the guy that bullied me when I was nine years of age. So much so, Dave, I lost all my hair. I got alopecia uh, because I was so yeah. triggered and stressed and anxious about going into school every day. But actually, do me a favor, Dave. Stay there because I want to come to Breed in a second. And Sarah is back too. I want to talk to both of them. But before I do that, I need to go to David very quickly as well. David, hi. Niall, hi. Very good. <laughs> um, that, that brilliant lady, Janice, um, is she Canadian? Jala, she's American. I don't, I don't know. I think she's Canadian. I think she's American. Maybe I could be wrong. I don't want to insult her. <laughs> so, oh, no, no. It's, um, yeah, she's gone, anyway. Jala uh, London. She's yeah. from an organization, you could Google them, called the Natural Women's Council. Fantastic. Uh, uh, she should be um, uh, talking on many shows and um, mm, mm. and getting her, getting the views out there. Yeah, she's great. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, absolutely superb. What, what I also would suggest that possibly she might think about doing is is getting some pro bono um, barristers to actually set out the legal position so that parents can actually go and read it and maybe set up some sort of expedition, um, some sort of um, some way to expedite these cases so that it doesn't have this drawn out um, school process yeah. going up. They do, they, the it just takes so long. And the problem is what I said to Jana. The process takes so long and it has to go through so many people and it has to happen so many times before anything is actually even done about it that in that time your child is being bullied and get things get worse. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, what I would suggest in, in this particular case, I've written down five things. Um, the husband didn't think it through before he went to the school. Um, he, 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 he went in just thinking he was going to te- te- talk to the, 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 the school. It never occurred to him that he might meet the, 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 the little shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he wasn't prepared, so he reacted. Um, in any situation, you've got to think things through so that you don't react like that because he could have got himself in deep shit. Now, he still could, by the way, if the, child, if the child says anything. He still could be in deep shit. Well, I think the schools probably talked the parents out of that because the school's in deep shit. Mm. They've allowed a parent or they've allowed a, a non-RCD adult into a situation where um, they've got access to kids. Now, the school is in deep, deep shit on that one. Okay. Um, but, but you're, yes. the other four things you wrote down, go on. Sorry, <laughs> um, well, I, my personal view is that teachers are naturally bullies. The definition, the legal definition of bullying is repeated behavior, direct or indirect. Um, and if you, take, if you go to on any course to coach or teach, you're taught, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and tell them what you told them, which is repeated behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, whole t- the whole teaching thing is, is bullying, and, and teachers will not deal with bullying because they are naturally bullies themselves. Well, they're not all bullies. Um, I mean, teachers do have to be repetitive with children to teach them, but some teachers are all right. Some teachers are bullies, and, oh, they, and, they, and um, they abuse their position of authority, just like some bosses are bullies. Yeah, it was very interesting when I was in the um, when I, I did I trained to do some work in a hotel, and in the training there, you're actually taught to get a woman to defuse the situation. So if a um, if you get a, a a chappy who's being aggressive, or even a woman who's being aggressive in the hotel, 
you would get a a, mm. a woman okay. to come into the situation. David, just get to your, the, the final three in your list there very quickly because I have other people to go to. But go on. Sorry, oh, sorry, David. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was to get a barrister to do a legal solution. Yeah, we have that. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, thank you very much. Lovely talking to you. No, no, Brilliant that's no show. problem, David. I didn't mean to rush you off the air. I was just, I thought you had a longer list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so th- this guy, by the way, should, you, you believe he shouldn't have done what he did? Oh, absolutely not. But that's because he didn't think things through before he went in. Okay, well, do me a favour. Stay there for a second, David. You don't have to go. Just stay there for a second. Let me just go to Breda as well. Breda, hi, how are you? Hi, Anil, how are you? Good, Breda. Okay, you have a, a little bit of an issue with Sarah, who was on earlier on. Oh, my God. I mean, she's absolutely. That little scroll deserved to get pushed up against the wall and be told what to do. Like his, his darling parents completely ignored the fact that they've told that they were bullying this young man who has special needs. It doesn't matter what spectrum he's on. He has special needs. He's obviously a very quiet child. And if somebody, if I was walking into a school with my child and someone spoke to me like that, I'd have done the exact same thing. And I think fair to Sorry, Breda, Breda, hang on a minute, right? Hang on, right? Nobody said the child had special needs, right? I did. The uncle directed yes, a comment sorry, at him. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah, you didn't listen. Niall did. No, I did the, listen. He called him a retard. Yeah. He called him a retard. Yes, but Niall said at the beginning of his thing that the child has special needs. He has learning difficulties and he's a very quiet child. Yeah, she says now in the... Okay, no, she said in the email, when I say Breda special needs, he has, he has... When I say he has special needs, he has mild learning difficulties and he's not great social. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He still has learning difficulties. How dare any other child bully a child? It doesn't matter whether they've learning difficulties. Yeah, but how or dare not. a man grab by how dare a man grab a fourteen year old and rail him to the railing? Uh, how do you think of stop the bullying? How do you actually think of stop the bullying? What two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Frida. Yeah. Two weeks. He's not the big man he thought he was because when somebody confronted him, I had a situation. I, yeah, I but come here, would you do the same thing, thing to the bullier's father, would he? Would you do the same thing to the bullier? Right, go on, I'll let you talk. Go on. Don't tell me to shut up. You can talk. Don't tell me to shut up. Yeah, but then don't keep talking over me. Like, have a then. I apologise. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Thank you very much. I was in a situation, well, it wasn't my situation, but I know someone in a situation. They did everything. They followed the protocol. They went to the school. They went to the parents. Everything was being pushed under the rug, yada, yada, yada. So a friend of, of this particular person went up and spoke to the young fella and said, very quietly in his ear, go near him again and break every bone in your body. And that young fella never went near him after that. That's how you get results. That's what you do. And yeah. I don't want to hear what's happening to him at home. Wah, wah, wah. Not the young fella's problem that's being bullied. That's not, like, yeah. bully. Like you're, you're, you're condoning him bullying that young fella because no, you might I'm be not, getting hurt No, I'm not. There's not an empathy and anyers on that, right, in the podcast. No, Seriously, like. not. I don't know. No, no, in fairness, in fairness me, I don't think she's condone, condoning the behaviour, but what she's saying is it's unfair to call the child a scumbag because clearly he, he has problems. Listen, that's your opinion, right? Right, right. Listen, he did bully. I don't agree with bullying. Let Sarah speak. Give Sarah the floor there. Sorry. I agree with bullying, right? Go on, sorry, Sarah. What did you say? No, Breda, what I'm saying is, right, what you are saying, I agree with you, right? I don't agree with bullying, right? A hundred percent. I don't agree with bullying. A hundred percent. That is like. 
It's not acceptable, right? But no, I'm not. looking at it as this point of view as well, right? You have a mother and a father and a child that's being bullied, right? And that's trying to solve this for the better well-being, safeguard their child. And as you yeah. say, you'll do anything for your child. And yeah. then you have the lad that's bullying him, coming up, yeah. confronting him in front of his father, making the situation, aggravating the father. The father is getting riled up. Where the father should have, I'm not saying he should have because I don't like saying that. Maybe he took a deep breath and kept on walking and try to do it ways like that. Because what happens is the school will look at him, they'll investigate it, they'll find out actually that he's after hitting the young flip, he's after grabbing him he up against the wall. Yeah, he didn't hit him up against the wall. Yeah, but the way they're going to look at it is he's an older man, he should have known better. Yeah, but Sarah, and that's where Anthony I'm coming from with it. Yeah, but that's, if well, that's where happen, I'm coming from with it. And if, if the school, sorry, breathe it. If the school didn't do anything about it, I'd have took my child yeah. out. Because if my but child wasn't that's getting that's their okay. needs filled, I've had it with my stepdaughter with anxiety. Yeah, she had to go to special classes after our school to get help and, over and the I'm anxiety. I'm really, really sorry to hear that because no child should have to go through that. But the same yeah, time, Yeah, she's Sarah, still going through that today. Of course she and she went over the likes of bullies. life, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's and because schools did nothing. But I hate, but that's the problem. I, you see, I, I, it's, I get so angry when schools brush this under the you know, and I can understand that man, especially when he came up and he said to him, oh, here comes the retard with his parents. I'd have got him by the neck and pushed him up against the wall. And I would have said, listen to me, you little shit. Look at him again. And next time I won't be just pushing me against the wall. And I'm sorry, but sometimes that's the only language they understand, Sarah. So what you're saying is, Breed, is sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. I nearly wanted yeah. to do that, but I tell yeah. you one thing, it would have got us nowhere. It would have got us. You yeah, wouldn't I, even get no. us in the school at the door because yeah, there was... Nothing but arguments and conflict between the schools yeah, okay, and Sarah, ourselves. Why should your child have to be taken out of the school that maybe they really enjoy, apart from the bully being there, their friends are well, there? Maybe it's, maybe, just let me finish, please. Maybe it's the only school sorry. in the catchment area. Where do you send them? Well, I defend like my child and look for a better policy in regards to bullying. And, and I understand why you would do that, Sarah, but it shouldn't be you as the victim who has to take your child out of the school. That shouldn't because be the way. The bully, the bully won in that instance, it, you know, Sarah. And I'm like, my heart breaks that your poor child had to go through that. It, you know, like, I, 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 I'm so against bullying. Do, well, okay, well, do, do me a favor, stay there because I want to bring Angela in as well. Stay there, Breed and Sarah. Angela, hi, how are you? Grand, how are you? Good. Angela, it's quite heated today because people don't really know what the right thing to do is and what the wrong thing to do is in these situations. But you do want to defend your child. But was the husband right to pin this kid against the wall? Oh, absolutely. Pin him against the wall. He's lucky. Girl, He's very right. lucky he got away with just that. Mm. You know? Um, because, sorry now, I'm going to get out of the car because the dogs are here and are barking. Okay. Um, but, what you know, and... I, I just, I'd like to ask um, Sarah Jane there uh, a question. Um, so you brought your kids to a school that have better bullying policies. How, how were they any better than the older school? Because he actually put that policy into action. The policies how? he looked up on, they checked in, they contacted us, they sent us text messages. Mm. 
Some schools are better than others. Regular. Yeah. No, well, the school at the moment where she is, like, we have 24, sorry, Andrew talked about girls there. Sorry, that's bouncer again. But now, like, the school gets in contact with us, no matter what goes on. The least little thing. We know the whereabouts, we know what's going on, and then they're giving us feedback about the people, the gang that was bullying her. But and the that actually that was took her, her life, but that's a kick off. Are they not they in, in a different school? school? Yeah. No, they're in the same school. So you moved her into the school where the bullies are? No, she had to get moved out of the classes. Oh, out of the classes. She's in different classes. So moved school. Well, she didn't leave the school, like. No, she just moved classes. No, what I'm trying they, to say she has to... is, what I'm trying to say is, you did actually at the start of this turn around and say that everyone has to see what's behind the bully. Why is he bullying? That's actually condoning what he's doing. It's like we should sit the bully down and see what's wrong with him. No, we shouldn't. The bully got what he deserved and actually didn't even get what he deserved. He should have gotten more. Because I'm sorry, I don't have kids, right? So I think I'm on a good standing neutral side here. I'm telling you, if I had a child and a 14-year-old stood in front of me and called him a retard, I'd kick the little fuck out of him. Well, right? come here. I, as a stepdaughter, no, okay? No, hold on. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. No, I'm not finished. You've had all your talk now. I'm not finished. Nice what I'm telling you is now, a bully is a bully because he thinks he can get away with it. Because yeah. he thinks, as no. Dave said, he's Billy Big Balls. Well, Billy Big Balls no. met even bigger Billy Big Balls. <laughs> and Billy Big Balls Jr. has now shut the fuck up. Well, I don't like that language. I'm being serious, right? But listen, you don't condone violence by exactly what the man is after doing, okay? The bottom line, he crossed the mark. He shouldn't have put his hands on a 14-year-old, okay? And in society today... Now you're changing it. Before this, you kept saying he was hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. He didn't hit him. Yeah, no, I tell you, I wasn't advocating. I did not advocate. No, you're not going to talk over me. You're not going to talk over me. Because you've if you think I'm talking now, over right? you, go on, here we go, here's the power right? ball. So no, this is what I'm going to turn around and say. I have a niece and three nephews, and I can tell you, if any person put a hand on them, they'd have me to speak to, even before their yeah. mother and father. Because I adore my family. You might have changed your child. You said you took her out of the school. You didn't. You said you checked on schools that had better policies. That's bullshit. No, because she was bullshit. Okay, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, both of you. Let's let's Sarah respond to what you said, Andrew. She was going through a transition, okay? So hopping from one school being bullied, going into another school being bullied after a year. So don't try and tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do know what I'm talking about. Talk. But I tell yeah. you one thing. Her father didn't go up and drag the little scumbag that didn't it, and give him a slap. Or whatever the case well, may be. Because Sarah, the, Sarah, then the bullying would have yeah, we would. Where has it gotten you? Where has it gotten you? What do you mean? Well, I'm she's quite happy now. Uh, uh, Sarah, you just said her father didn't go up and drag the scumbag out and whatever. Yeah. You, you gave out to us earlier on for calling the child a scumbag. Yeah, because she's a Riley me up. I take that back, actually. Sarah, he's not a scumbag. Sarah, <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. Well, hang, hang on, Breeder. What do you want to say? 
I just want to say, Sarah, I, I, you know, you've gone through this and, and God help the poor little one that she's got to another school. And yeah, and it's, it's shocking. I mean, I, I, I hate to hear of any child ending up in counselling for anxiety. That's yeah. terrible. Well, it's 12 weeks, 12 weeks, my stepdaughter had to go for it. And that would be every year, 12, 12 weeks. I'd give, I'd give the person a hiding that did that your job. Go on, sorry, Sarah, Brita. You go ahead, Brita. Can I just say one thing? You've gone through the process like that lady said earlier, the American slash Canadian lady. I don't know which she was. I couldn't make out the accent. You've done everything <clears> in the process the right way and nothing has been done about it. You're walking into the school to talk to the principal, not expecting to see this little scrote walking out towards you. And he's such an arrogant little twat that he comes out and he comes up with a comment like that. Any parent... Yeah, but it's a clear... Can I just finish? Any parent that's at the end of their tether would react. And, and, and not logically, unfortunately, because at this stage you're looking at your child suffering from severe anxiety. God knows what's going through the poor little fella's head. You know, you're trying to prevent maybe the worst thing possible happening. And you do snap. And sometimes that's the only thing that somebody like a bully understands. Unfortunately, yeah, well, I don't think, I still don't think that's the right way. It's not a right way of showing our child how to deal with yeah, things I know, either. But at the end of the day, the wife should back up the husband and, and support See, what, what I'm not understanding, yeah, but hang on, what I'm not understanding here is, Sarah, I've spoken to you many times, both mm. on the radio and the podcast, and you are quite reactionary. In other words, you react. So are you telling me if that child that you're responsible for, who's already gone to counselling because they're in anxiety over the bullying that's happening to them, and you were collecting them from school and that bully walked out the gate and you could feel your child's hand, maybe holding your hand, tensing up. And that child looked over straight into your face and said, ah, look at your little child or little arsehole or whatever it is they call them. I know, ugly little thing. Are you telling me that you wouldn't lose the plot? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No. Yeah. There's many occasions, many occasions. So close to it, yeah, so close to doing it. Sarah, I but you know what? I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking of the bigger picture. And like, I am very calm towards my husband. And I tell you one thing, to pull him back, because he would have been the one that probably would have ended up in prison. And it wouldn't have been to the child. It would have been to the principal of the school. Stay there for a second. Let me just bring Bernie in as well. Bernie, hi, how are you? I'm fine, Niall. How are you? Sorry, so, sorry um... for keeping you so long. No, no, you're fine. Niall, I just feel, I mean, I, I, have, I was holding my grandchildren and I protect them with my life and my own children. And to be, to be bullied, oh my God, it breaks your soul. But bully, but violence doesn't beget violence. And, and I know that sounds awful, but much and all, I don't think a parent, you can't, you want to protect your child, but hating the child, putting the child up against the wall and threatening them is, it's not, it's not teaching them, it's not doing anything good. I mean, the school, I mean, I'd go up to the school to the principal, I'd be screaming. Well, they've done that. They've tried that. They've done all that. And nothing is happening. I'm sorry, I'm just coming at the end. As a parent, I'd go to the parent. Um, But they went to the parent. No, they didn't actually go to the parents. The school went. The the school approached the parents, but the parents defended the child. I'd take take him in my car and I'd bring him up to his house and I'd bring march him in and go, what are you dealing with? How are you going to deal with this? I want want your son to go to prison while he's doing to my child. So you deal with him. He's your child. I want you to deal with him now. And I wouldn't leave that house till your son was able to voice what he has done to him. And you'd be ashamed. if you were a parent of a child who was a bully, you'd be ashamed of yourself. That's what your child was but doing when he left the house. Unfortunately, no, not necessarily. They'd probably turn around and go, "Get out of my house!" I don't know what you're talking about. 
don't believe you. This is the whole problem. If parents stood up and said, I'll kick your ass up and down the main street if I hear you going looking at that young fella, never mind anything else, and warn him about what the consequences would be, that would probably stop it. But when you have parents turning around going, my Johnny wouldn't do that. Oh, my God, he's a little angel. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you, Mary. I, if I found out that any of my children, when they were younger in school, were bullying another child, I'd have been horrified. And I personally would have dealt with it myself. They wouldn't have left their room. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would be the same. Like I but would. But some parents are not like, like that. Some parents don't care because their parents, sadly, you have thugs being raised by thugs. Yeah. But as well as that, if my child had, if I even thought my child did a sniff of being bullying someone else, I'd nearly bring them to the police station and say, "Listen, yeah, what do I do? He's tr- he's bullying another child. How do I deal with it? There has to there has to be some fear factor. I mean, we all know people. We could, you know, I don't know. There, there is no. There is no. This thing of, you know, oh, my child doesn't bully. I mean, oh, my God, like, we've all heard that story for so long. And, you know, you're standing a ga- gas and your child is traumatized. It's a really hard situation to be in. I mean, like, I, I, I find it difficult to disagree with people today. And even though I'm not a violent person, but if I was standing there holding my child's hand on the way in to deal with a bullying issue that I've been trying to deal with for six months on numerous yeah. occasions... And the bully themselves, coincidentally, walks out the gate while I'm holding my child's hand, standing there with me missus, and they shout over, you know, whatever, what is it, you know, oh, there's the retard and his parents. His parents. I tell you, I, it would be a brave man or it would be a very controlled person that wouldn't lose the plot, Bernie. Yeah, and I know that. And now I look, I mean, I, I know, I mean, I, I, I didn't catch all the situations and scenarios, but yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I, I, I probably would, I'd be, tra- I'd be heartbreaking. It'd be heartbreaking to have to look at your child afraid to go into school, crying, you know, te- terrified. I mean, you brought them into the world. You didn't rear a bully. You, you did your best to teach them the, t- the right and wrong aspects of life. I mean, it takes a really... I don't know how I would deal with it. I'd have to, to have to say, I would go to the... T- I would try all the right routes and then but maybe I'd take them up the back lane. Okay, yeah, so, 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 so did the husband... Bernie, did the cr- husband cross the line? No. Well, no, I see, I think that every, everybody's in, you, we all deal with things differently. And if that's the, the only way he could deal with it, because his heart was breaking, as any parent would, well, then he, that's his decision, and that was his choice to do that. The, I would the, not, now, the wife, the wife and the husband are obviously barnying over this now, and she believes yeah. they should now go to the bully's parents and oh, apologise. No, look, at, wait, wait, no, no, no. The father has done what he's done to protect his child, and that's... that's yeah. And the bullying has stopped, by the way. The bullying has stopped. I guarantee you, Niall, the bully hasn't told anybody because he got the fright of his life and he now realises yeah. that there's consequences to his actions. Absolutely. Because if something, if yeah. something had been said at this stage, this, the guards would have been on the door straight away. So mm. you, you keep your mouth shut, you get on with your life, you keep an eye on your child and hopefully going forward they won't mm. have to experience the same because, thing. Like, because Bernie is right. I mean, a child depends on the parent to protect them. And I can only imagine, I'm sure you could, Bernie, stand with one of your grandchildren standing there in that situation, mm. holding their hand and and as the bully walks out, you know, they're so terrified, you can feel the child squeezing your hand tighter. Oh, my God, no, I can feel it now, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever been, were you ever bullied in school, Bernie? Were you bullied? Um, no. I wasn't, but I was bullied in work, and I tell you, the trauma still fi- frightens me to this day. I'm still mm. affected by it. Yeah. 10, 12 years on. And I never forgot it, Niall, I never forget it. No. You, you never do, you never do. And I was bullied as a child and as an adult. I'll go into it someday. But I, you know, as a child, most people know the story. I've told the story many times. But I, you know, it, it does have a, it does have a serious effect on your life. 
Yeah, like I have alopecia. I have alopecia and I have yep. also immune disease because I was bullied so bad in work. And, and that was the same with me. As I mentioned earlier on, I lost all my hair when I was nine years of age with alopecia. Yeah. And secretly, I have to say, I'd be chuffed if I was that thought. In my heart, if I, you know, I would kind of say, well, you had no choice. Mm. It was, on the day and on the moment in time, we don't know what choice we will make. We hope we'll all make the right choice. But that father was traumatized by his son's Bully, the, the bullying that he went through, do you know? So we'll stay there, both of you. Let me go to Lorenzo. Lorenzo, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. Lorenzo, I mean, I know you sent in a WhatsApp there oh. earlier on, but, but how would you have dealt with this situation? Um, well, the problem is it's it's never easy to... Um, I mean, it's easy now to say it in, in sitting at the desk of my office. It would be obviously totally different when you are there and you're experiencing it because we had a couple of experience with my wife here and hopefully for the, for the first time that happened, I was not around. Mm-hmm. And the second time I was around and my wife kind of stopped me because otherwise I was going similar probably to that man at that stage. So it's not easy to, um, to say it when it's not happening. Mm. while it's quite totally different when it happens. But the thing is, if you are kind of, if you manage your kind of anger that, that, that you have... It's hard you to can, do, yeah. It would be hard, but you can answer on the same level of... I mean, if this if this team is saying the th- certain things, you can even say it in reverse. You won't have the same effect. But when an adult say with a straight face the, to, to, to a kid, that would be still a kind of an effect. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a red flag to a bull, isn't it? You know, you're already in a bad way and then he says that right in front of you. Yeah, but yeah, Lorenzo, yeah, the other yeah. problem is, is that a lot of these 14-year-olds have no fear. There's no, like... No, they don't have it because there is no, 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 no parents. There is no authority yes, at home. exactly. So and, that's and why even, I remember who was saying, go to the parent... It won't make any difference. Actually, yeah. would me would be even worse. Because, because you you I, you you said in your WhatsApp, Lorenzo, that sometimes you have to be a parent for somebody else's kid. I had yeah. I had I had to I had to do it as a parent because due to my work. Because I'm a vet, and sometimes it happened that when I was visiting a dog or a cat in the small room, there was the mother or the father and one two kids running everywhere, touching everything, and I was like, look. This is sharpened. Those are infected. You can harm yourself. The dog is stressed. Don't behave like this or go out. Stay there in the corner or go out. And I, like, I mean, man, sometimes there were even the, the mother was like, mm. oh, but then how, what, what can I do if he goes out? Look, you go out with the kid. I stay in. I yeah. call the nurse. Look after the dog. Yeah. But you have to behave because this is, these things are dangerous. Yeah, but this thing is expensive. Up. Yeah, the whole thing now is that to go, now, darling, don't do that. I don't trust that. Now, don't do that, darling, you know, and you're like going, like, now, darling, don't do that stuff and work. You just have to, I mean, my lady got a look. (laughs) You probably are sick of hearing about my lady. My lady got a look when she was younger. And by Jesus, she knew she better not. Do you remember the look your parents would give you when you were doing something wrong? You knew immediately not to do whatever it was you were doing. Sometimes I smile at it and I say to why, yeah, what, why is it so different nowadays? My father, and I'm sure most of us will remember this because we're all around the same age group, my father would would just have to look at you. 
And that was the end of it. You'd never do it again. He didn't have to say anything. He'd just give you the look. And my mother, she would give you the look, although my mother would remove the slipper and throw it at you. But I mean... My mother used to say, no, I'd wait till your father comes home. Oh, wait till your father gets home. Poor Bernie, by the way, is struggling there. She's got a newborn baby somewhere. I don't know know whose newborn baby it is. It's not Bernie's, that's for sure. (laughs) It's my, it's my beautiful granddaughter. Uh, God, how old is that baby? It must be only tiny. She's five weeks old. Uh, ah. There you go. We get, yeah. If anything happens to her, we get Lorenzo to look after her. He's a vet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know you were a vet, Lorenzo, by the way. Well done, by the way. It must be a very interesting career. Yeah, very tough. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it is. Unfor- it's, it's tough, unfortunately, when things don't work out and you lose a patient. Yeah. But, you know, but they, they're the fa- these be the facts of life. Bernie, and Breda and Lorenzo, thank you very much indeed. And Sarah, by the way, who took a bit of flack today. And a lot of people who called in, by the way. And I think the vast majority of people said they wouldn't blame the husband for doing what he did. I'll read out some of your comments. Aaron says, but Niall, how long do these processes she mentions take play or take? Um, you can't let them go on for weeks and let the child continue to be bullied at the same time. Mort says, we all know as a dad or a mum, what we would do or what we would love to do, smack them around for picking on our child. Vivian Mead says on Facebook, schools do nothing. Christine says, the man wasn't bullying. He gave the bully a warning and a taste of his own medicine. Mm. Excuse me. Sarah lives in La La Land, according to Brida. Daddy did the right thing. And if I was his wife, I'd be 100% behind him. Maureen says the father was correct. Bullies today are getting away scot-free with no consequences being attributed to their actions. I would do the same thing if it was my grandchild, says Maureen. My dad sat the bullies down with four lads and talked to them and it sorted the whole bullying issue out. Uh, I had been striking back at them uh, for a long time and it just kept happening. I guarantee you what my dad did worked. For me, uh, just sit down with the bullies and it will work. Sorry, can't come on at the moment, Neil. Um, loads of messages, by the way. Uh, everybody kind of saying the same thing. Uh, somebody else says, absolutely not. I would do the same thing. But I wouldn't have just pushed him at the ga- against the gate. I would have put him through the gate. Well, see, the problem is you put him through the gate and you cause him an injury. You're the one going to jail. By the way, can I say thank you to everybody for getting involved in the show today. We had so many calls. And I find sometimes those kind of social issues, they create more people to get involved because everybody has children. Well, most people have children. Or certainly if you don't, you have nieces and nephews. And we've all been a child at one point in our life. So it's something that affects all of us. And I did talk, as you know, some time ago to Coco's mom. Coco sadly took her life going back four years ago. And we spoke to her mom there recently uh, on the air. And we will have her back on again because there's a documentary coming in RTE in relation to Coco's law and that law that was brought in to try and curb some of this or stop some of this online harassment happening to children. Uh, but we will give you more of an update on that as time goes on. But the one thing I will say is never accept it. I was bullied as a child. I know how bad it can be. I was also bullied, bullied as an adult. And I'll talk about that again some other time when I can. Um, but it is horrendous to be treated like less than human or to be treated like you're not professional or to be treated like you've done something wrong when in fact you haven't. It's a terrible way to be treated in the workplace. It's a terrible way to be picked on in school because you might be weaker than other children, because you're sensitive, because you're not a good fighter. I would have been probably quite small uh, in comparison to some of the other kids in school. Um, I didn't get my stretch till I was about 14 or 15. And even then it wasn't a great stretch, but I was kind of smaller. And one stage, my name was Titch in the class. He used to call me Titch. And then this kid started bullying me. And I lost all my hair to alopecia. And because of that, I was being then being bullied for having no hair. 
or losing my hair, which was a crazy thing, which happened again later in life as an adult by other than individuals. Anyway, the point I'm saying is we should never accept bullying. As a parent, I think I would have reacted the same as the father, and I'm going to be honest. Anyway, listen, thank you to everybody for supporting the show. If there's ever an issue, by the way, you want raised, all you got to do is WhatsApp us on 085 100 2255. That's 085 100 2255. Just send us a WhatsApp. Tell us what it is you want us to talk about. And if we get around to it, we'll gladly do it. If we feel it's something that people will be interested in talking about, we'll gladly talk about it. That's 085 100 2255. Don't forget, by the way, please try and support the show. We have bills, one in particular, that came in recently. Uh, we have bills to pay for this show. It costs money every day to put the show online. It costs money to put the podcast up. It costs money to maintain the website. It costs money for the electricity. It costs money for all the equipment. It costs money for equipment we, on, on an ongoing basis we have to maintain and replace when it goes. It costs money. We don't make that kind of money. We have some subscribers, not enough to cover the costs. We don't get paid. But we want to con continue to offer you this podcast every single day. And we have other plans to make it bigger and more often and put it into everybody's home. We have a particular plan that we'd like to put into place, but it costs money that we don't have. As I said, we don't get paid. We have our own full-time jobs. But we want to give you that opportunity. Remember this podcast, not only does social issues, but we cover news. We're the only ones who will talk about immigration. We're not afraid to say what you're thinking sometimes. So please support us if you can. Go to our website. You can either donate or subscribe to the podcast. When you subscribe, you get access to all the videos of all the previous podcasts. Some of the interviews, for example, like Sharon Kyogen, which doesn't go out live on a stream, but that's up there in the podcast. You can watch that interview from yesterday from Sharon Kyogen, which just spoke about immigration. Later on today, by the way, we'll put up an interview with Pat Tobin. Um, and we put up other interviews. We'll be doing some other interviews during the week as well. Interviews that we don't stream sometimes that we just put up onto the website. So please support us by subscribing on the website. It's $5.99 plus tax, which is the price of a pint of beer for the three of us that we can share once a month. Or if you can't do that and you just want to make a one-off payment, you don't want to commit yourself to that, you can go to the website and just click on donate. There you can pick any amount between a fiver and five million. It's up to you. So please do support the show. It would really, really help us. And I would really, really appreciate it if you could do that. Go to nileboylan.com. Thank you to everybody for supporting us. And don't forget, one person every day who subscribes or donates, we pick one person and they get a mug. One of those mugs somewhere. There you go. Those ones. There, actually, I could have just shown you. There they are there. All right. And on the back of it there, it says, woman, adult, human, female. So they're good for the referendum. All right. And they're the podcast mugs that we have. And we will give one away a day to somebody who subscribes or donates. Somebody sent in a message to us, by the way, saying, oh, I subscribed, so I didn't get me a mug. You don't automatically get a mug if you subscribe. We just give away one a day. It would be quite expensive if we were to give it to everybody who subscribes. But we will, by the way, be making them available on the website very soon because so many people want them. All right, so we will be making them available when we get more of them. Anyway, thank you very much indeed to everybody. I shall talk to you again tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.